From the nearest comic book to the farthest cinematic universe, journey into the past, present, and future of your fandom. This is Meanwhile. This is Meanwhile. This is Meanwhile. Twenty-two pages later, with your hosts, the Cap, MFG, and Ralph the Tech. Please stand by. Nothing witty to begin with, but nothing new, if that's the case. So <laughs> I can already see MFG saying stuff. <laughs> Welcome to another edition of Meanwhile, 22 Pages Later, episode 199. Wow. I'm one of your hosts, The Cap. And with me, as always, is the man who could tell you something informative and geeky while simultaneously insulting your mother. In record time, mind you. Introducing Mike, or as we call him, MFG. You know Stockholm Syndrome is working when he self-deprecates for you. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I just have a horribly described movie, and this one is extra horribly described. So I think even Ralph the Tech might have a problem with this one. Oh. Uh, so here we go. I'm going to give you this. Three, oh, excuse me. Three-year-old boy loses a game of tag with a semi-truck, and the family cat is a dick. Oh, I know that one. Yeah. All right. So it. find out after the quick news what that will be. All right, we won't talk about it now, though I know it already. But let's move on to our other illustrious host. And he's the man who could find good in anything and anyone with his eyes closed. Huh. Now, if he could open his eyes and press the correct drop for the soundboard. Give it up for RT Squared, Ralph the Tech. So. Wow, I thought I had to do the intro twice. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> I would edit that out in post. Uh -huh, I bet. <laughs> so the other day, while I was performing a quote-unquote covert mission. Is that what you call that? Taking out a <laughs> target that I am not allowed to disclose at the moment. Is that what you call that? <laughs> a thought occurred to me. Self-checkout has allowed millions of teens to buy condoms without the fear of being judged. Facts. Yeah. That is amazing. <laughs> RT Square, that's amazing. The only thing that they have to worry about is if they go into a, a pharmacy that has the condoms under lock and key and you have to press that button and then you get you hear it loud uh customer needs help in the family planning area. <laughs> then in the family planning area, they push the button next to extra extra small. <laughs> <laughs> Someone's Ralph trying not to that. put a bun in the oven. <laughs> Ralph almost says it like he's traumatized. That's what it sounds like. <laughs> Listen, every time you gotta go in, that's why I just buy it on Amazon now. You know, it's, just, it's easier. The mailman doesn't even to pull out. Pharmacist <laughs> Bill, uh, your girlfriend's boyfriend just bought a twelve pack of Magnums. <laughs> <laughs> that's a lie. It's <laughs> gonna make him feel better. That's like the uh, was was it. Um, was it Steve Carell? I don't remember. It was uh, uh, a movie about a magician who's like trying to get a comeback. Oh, and yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's Olivia Wilde is in the movie with him, and she's like she plays a love interest, okay. and they're both magicians, and they're about to get it on, and he like he makes a condom appear, and he pulls out a magnum, and she's like, "Wow, really?" And he's like, "No," and he like puts it back in, and then pulls out just a regular size condom. <laughs> <laughs> Wow, this conversation went left quick. <laughs> it's pretty so, funny. So, so she got that from a magician, so therefore she was disappointed twice. Yes. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, I guess it's like dating a politician. Um, <laughs> so today we're going to be going to one of our favorite CW series, 
to catch up with another season of our Scarlet Speedster. But is it worth the watch? On today's show, we will discuss The Flash Season 7. But first, Mike eats, sleeps, and craps out news from the geek world. Without a, 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 a really good release, he can go into metabolic nerd shock. So for his health and our benefit, and also because it's, you know, it's pretty good stuff, here he is, MFG, and it's quick news. And now, the quick news, brought to you by MFG and Ralph and Cap. Sounds like that announcer is chewing on his foot. What's going on with that there, Mr. He's like he's chewing on something else. <laughs> Listen, he has a lot in his mouth, all right? Jeez. Wow. <laughs> you, could, you, could jump, you could jump snare yourself for that one. It's not easy to have such a big tongue. Wow. <laughs> so uh, speaking of big, Mike, do you have any big news for us? No, no big news. Just more news. <laughs> lots, lots of crap. Uh, so a man walks into Ireland and a fight breaks out. Uh, uh, Barry Kogan, a star of Marvel Studios' upcoming Eternals movie, has been hospitalized after a vicious assault in Galway, Ireland. The actor who plays Druig in the film was rushed to a hospital in an ambulance after suffering injuries, including serious wounds inflicted on his face. Uh, Kogan was treated at Galway University Hospital in Ireland, and no complaint has yet been filed with authorities. Oh, man. Yeah, so not a lot of information's come out about that, but they were just like, they just people saw him around town. It wasn't a big fanfare. Next thing you know, they saw ambulances. And I'm like, damn. And, 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 and if the mouse w got word of this, Ralph, what would he say? What? Listen, they take one of our guys out. We take two of theirs. Huh? <laughs> you think you're going to put you... one of our guys in the morgue? You put two of our guys in the hospital, we put three of yours in the morgue. You do understand that. Like, That's the Chicago wanted, way. If Disney wanted to get back at them, they would just buy all the bars and close them. <laughs> <laughs> and then go all our listeners in Ireland. <laughs> oh, come back, Patty and Patty and Patty and Patty. And O'Shane and Patty. <laughs> Don't do this to us, Mickey. What are we going to drink? Oh, my gosh. Wow, that's crazy. Who would have thought that? I mean, and you would think, I mean, how, how quickly did this news spread? Was it like? Instantaneous or it took like a couple of days or I think it was like maybe within a couple of days or um maybe even just the next day. It's just it's not a lot of information and like and I don't think it's serious injury and I'm assuming his face isn't ruined. I mean, you know, but it's you know so <laughs> it, it is very hush hush. So I'm assuming the mouse is probably trying to keep this as, as close to the chest as possible. Let's and I wonder if no, he lost uh, the fight. Yeah. <laughs> no reshoots are needed, hopefully. Hopefully if not, not. We we'll get a uh let's hope they don't do the uh, Justice League with the Superman mustache. <laughs> On all the scars, they just put the mustache. <laughs> <laughs> you know. All right, that's a nice way of entering our quick news. What else we got? All righty, more from the mouse. The House of Mouse is trying to scurry into the baseboards. With more on the Johansson v. Disney lawsuit, Disney is trying to move the case behind locked doors. Mm -hmm. According to Johansson's lead attorney, uh, John Berlinski, quote, after initially responding to this litigation with misogynistic attack against Scarlett Johansson, Disney is now predictably trying to hide its misconduct in a confidential arbitration, end quote. He added further, why is Disney so afraid of litigating this case in public? Because it knows that Marvel's promises to give Black Widow a typical theatrical release, like its other films, had everything to do with guaranteeing that Disney wouldn't cannibalize box office receipts in order to boost Disney Plus subscriptions. Yet, that is exactly what happened. And we look forward to presenting the overwhelming evidence that proves it. Final wow. quote. 
Uh, wow. Disney CEO Bob Chapek defended the attempted strategy while also mentioning that the next entry in Marvel Cinematic Universe, Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings, would premiere exclusively in theaters and that the film's box office performance will inform the company's release decisions for future titles. Hmm. <laughs> Who needs Avengers 4 Infinity War? Because you already have an Infinity War right here. <laughs> well, Disney was probably also like, yeah, like, what if we do the same thing we did to Scarlett Johansson and that guy actually does know those karate moves? <laughs> Let's just put it all in the theater. We're not taking a chance. <laughs> wow. Okay, well, I mean, this is getting ugly yeah. and uglier and uglier. I mean, we, oh, we kind you of know it's going to get ugly. You know it's going to get ugly. And I, I don't think, I mean, even if they do it behind closed doors and settle, the point is Disney is not going to win this. They, they don't have a foot to stand on. I mean, it's, it's not like they didn't release it at all and then could claim COVID, COVID, COVID. You released it in the theaters as well. So you can't say that you couldn't release it in theaters. You did. <laughs> you know? Right, exactly. Yeah. So anyhow. Any, anywho. Alrighty, next up. If you enjoyed the Percy Jackson movies, and let's face it, you didn't, no. then you are going to be thrilled with this news. Disney Plus is in talks with creator Rick Riordan to bring the character to the streaming service. According to Riordan, quote, we had a very positive conversation on Friday the 20th uh, with top executives at the various branches of the Disney television organization, Disney Entertainment, Disney TV, 20th Century Studios, and Disney Plus. The good news is the leadership is all in, as they put it, about making this show and doing it right. A lot of them have kids who have grown up with Percy Jackson too, so they'll get it, end quote. However, Reardon added, we still do not have an official green light. If all goes well, Camp Half-Blood fans could see a 2023 debut. Interesting. Yeah. I, and I'm not... Oh, uh, go ahead, Ralph. Go ahead. I, I know you got input on this. Go ahead, bro. Love Rick Warden. Good Arthur. You know, his the Percy Jackson books are good stories. I've read them. Um, but I, I am a little bit uh, nervous because another story... I don't know if you saw the Artemis Fowl movie. No, I didn't. I heard it was it did not go well. It, all right. So listen, Artemis Fowl is a really great story. It's written well. Mm -hmm. it's, and it's, even though it's a children's story and it's written like sim simple, it's a good story. It's a good series. Right. What they did to that movie should never be done to any like series. Yeah. See, like I've never read the book, but like I wanted to. I was going like, oh, I got excited to see the movie. And then I heard all the crap. And I was like, all right, I can pass. Right. I just have never watched it. It's like... You, it's like, you know, they give you all this material. They're like, here, work, here's everything you need to create one good cohesive story. And they said, nah, bro, fuck that. And just threw that shit away and said, we're going to do, we're going to do us. We're going to do us. We know what we're doing. We're going to do hey, us. You know what? We got the guy that wrote Death Note for Netflix. That's, that's he doesn't need to read anything about anything. We'll pretty get much. it. It's, it's pretty much what happened. And, and we have the screenwriter for Geely. <laughs> <laughs> What could go wrong? Is Ben Affleck too too old to play the the lead character? If he, if he brings J Lo with him, it might help boost sales. It was, it was just a, a total shit show, and like they they amped it up so much. Like this movie's coming, you know, it's gonna be great. Here's the trailers. Yeah. The trailers. The trailers look, look good. It looked way better than the actual movie. Itself. Oh, that sucks. Well, that's how that's called editing. Mm -hmm. <laughs> All I'll say before you continue, Mike, is that um, I, I'm trying to give it the benefit of the doubt because sometimes when you have a so-so movie and then you make a series and you get a chance to do it all over again mm -hmm. buffy buffy for example i mean oh, buffy yeah. the vampire slayer like the movie was subpar i mean like now i yeah. watch it in retrospect it's fun but right. when you when, when it came out people were like what the hell is going on yeah. and right. then when 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 um whedon has a second i mean so weird to talk about whedon now but <laughs> whedon had a second chance you know at um doing buffy the series was way more successful right. than the movie well he actually wanted to be a series i think he uh put his money behind the, the movie 
because uh, he wanted it to be a serious person. Then I, I don't know how. I mean, I guess the movie got enough cult following, even in that short period of time, that then, I, and maybe he also, he may have also revamped the way he was telling the story or something, but that's when they actually gave it a chance, and there we go. Yeah. Oh, well, I guess only time will tell. There was a, I don't know if you remember the movie Aragon. So I just know it existed, but I never saw it. That was another one that should have been a TV series instead of a movie because they right. just they took a lot of out of it and they just the movie didn't really do real well. And but it the, just happens, yeah. And the books, the books are phenomenal. Yeah, They're yeah. I never understand when phenomenal. they they take like like prolific sci-fi book series right. and then like we're just gonna make one movie. You're like, how you can't even put one book into a movie normally? You're just gonna cram like six series of a book into one film i'm like you know that that's not going to go well and you're just going to make everyone angry you know correct absolutely that's why <laughs> um that uh that amazon series that was on sci-fi uh god damn it with the space space mm -hmm. what was it yeah. called space stuff no no no. come on mike you know what i'm talking about no damn it uh-huh i forgot all right. Well, we'll move on in that. Well, well while Ralph the Tech has a, a senior moment, <laughs> I'm just going to finish up my uh, quick news with uh, say my name, say my name. Uh, the people at idareyou.candymanmovie.com have a unique gimmick. If you want to see the new trailer for the upcoming Candyman movie, go to their site, turn on your microphone, and the, uh, say the eponymous killer's name five times, and you will get the trailer. The, wow. new film, yeah, the new film is directed by Nia DaCosta from a screenplay written by DaCosta, Wynn Rosenfeld, and Jordan Peele. And if you didn't know, uh, this film serves as a direct sequel to the 1992 Candyman film. It is not a reboot. Wow. Okay. They're ignoring, they're ignoring any movie that's come afterwards. This is a, like, like the Halloween. This is directly after the um, information of 1992. Interesting. Wow. Okay. I, I like that the marketing um, yeah. um, device. Oh, that's, yeah. that's a fantastic idea. Yeah. Are you supposed to sing it like that? Uh, no, you just have to say his name. You sure? Mm-hmm. Okay. I mean, you could try singing it. You'll probably get the same result. Oh. Or, uh, or your computer might just kill itself I, in self-defense. Right. <laughs> With my velvety voice? What are you talking about? Oof. The uh, internet is just... The internet closed. So the, <laughs> the show that I was talking about is The Expanse. Ah, I still haven't watched it. I heard that's a great show, though. It's, it's done really well. See, if they'd done it just as a movie, it would have been horrible because they yeah. did it as a series. Is it still series. going? Yeah. Oh, okay. Cool. That's what I heard. Amazon so, bought it and saved it because Sci-Fi canceled it. Ah, Sci-Fi. So is that all your quick news? That is all my quick news. And could you review for us that horribly described film that you said? Just because I think I know it. No problem. Sure no problem. It. This horribly described film. And you movie buffs will know what it is. Here it is again. Three, uh, excuse me, three-year-old boy loses a game of tag with a semi-truck, and the family cat is a dick. Go for it, Ralph. It you know, I know you know what it is. Go for it. Pet Cemetery. There we go. Is that what you're saying there? That's what I'm saying. <laughs> well, you are both correct. Oh, yeah, I right. think you say wrong. I was like, oh, <laughs> no. Fuck that. Yes, Even it if, is. If he said I was wrong, I was going to go over there and slap him until he said I was right. Wow. <laughs> the violence is so competitive, Ralph. What the hell happened to you? Well, that thing about the intro being so relaxed and laid back, I take it back now. I said I'm Zen, and if you don't agree, I'll kick your damn ass. That's right. right. <laughs> That's how Zen oh. works, man. Oh, boy. Um, Ralph, do you have any quick news? I do. I do have ah. quick news. He's going to take my quick news. Yeah. I just texted a mic just so he knows what I think he's going to talk about. What you got there, Mr. Ralph the Tech? Uh, the trailer for No Way Home he was fucking, released. Oh, I, yes, it was. 
and, <laughs> out the car and, and I just have to say, like, uh, I got a nerd boner just watching that. Like, I can't wait to watch that movie. It, it, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's, so I'm definitely stuff. looking forward to it. So much yeah, stuff. I, I'm just anything that's got Doctor Strange going on, and I'm just happy because he's one of my favorite, favorite Marvel characters. And they seem like they're doing him justice. I, I, I know it's hit or miss with the first movie, but I really enjoyed the first movie. You know, um, looking forward to this. It's just so many cool things. Uh, I still am curious though, like, you know, like all of us, I mean, you know, we're seeing like, you know, some of the old characters coming back from the, you know, the previous Spider Man movies, but it's like, is this a dream sequence? Is this a review of history? Is it going to be a multiversal thing? We don't know yet. You know, just like we didn't see the Green Goblin, even though we saw his bomb, but, yeah. you know. Oh my God. And William Defoe has been sketchy about whether he's in this movie or not. Well, well it sounded like his life. Yeah, yeah. Well, they definitely got his voice, you know, so, you know, that, that's definitely one thing, but I've been following this for the past year. Ever since um, Spider-Man was supposed to leave the MCU and then they, they, they went back, there's a podcast that I follow and he's pretty good with like the context and the leads and all this stuff. And they were talking about, like, I knew that this was coming out last week and there was, cause they, they, they thought it was supposed to come out with Black Widow. All this stuff. bottom line is that there's supposed to be that it's supposed to be that Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield are coming back for this. Well, that, again, that we've heard that as a rumor as well. Again, we don't know because like I said, it's, I mean, it is a multiverse of madness lead to, lead up to it's, so i mean we're oh going to gosh. see where this is going to go you know so i mean obviously these are the different spider-men and da 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 uh, you know which which of course then you know even with, and this is what i hate about information and granted it's just a thought is that so then that also gives us the ability that if the universes are merging even just momentarily then any of the other former spider-men can either just claim oh no it was me as spider-man it wasn't peter parker you know, and then they, when they go back to their own universe, nothing's affected, and Peter Parker is no longer seen as Spider-Man. Well, yeah. they're all Peter Parker, though, right? Right, but they're not all the same character. It's not like, you know, in, the, in normal story- storytelling, it looks exactly the same, you know? But also, remember, I mean, they're, do- they're doing the one, the one more day plot line, so, you know, right. if Strange's, if Strange's um, spell works, nobody's going to remember who Peter Parker is anyway. Right, which is how that whole thing started. And of course, you know, that brings the question of is Mephisto definitely going to be in it? Is he right. going to be a villain? Uh, because at the same time, like the the One More Day storyline just, it sucked. It wasn't yeah, that good. It, did. It's, it, it was not a good story. Um, who was it that did that? Was it, it wasn't Dan Didier, was it? No, who was it that did that story? Um, oh, that was, oh, shoot. Um, I can't know who did it. But like he was so proud of it, and I'm like, no, it sucked. Your storyline sucked, dude. <laughs> you know. Wait, wait, wasn't it the guy uh, Dan Slott? Then Dan, Dan Slott. No, 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 no. It was not Dan Slott. Michael J. Michael Straczynski. Straczynski. Straczynski did one of okay. Yes, yes. Because Straczynski pissed on uh, Spider Man. Well, after after pissing on Spider Man up until that, I think yeah, because I think that ended his run. Yeah, it was like, oh, well, you crapped all over him. Now you pissed all over him. There we go. <laughs> you know. Well, now that we're talking about urine and defecation, let's move on to the rest of the show. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm not saying anything about uh, about our subject matter. I just said, you know, it's a, a weird transition, but we're going to try it anyway. Urine and defecation <laughs> is always a great segue. <laughs> wow. And, and, and we just got a whole new audience to start this now. <laughs> but no, guys, we're not going to be talking about urination or defecation. We're going to be talking about flashification. We're going to be talking about the CW ongoing series known as The Flash for season seven. And with a synopsis, is a guy who keeps it totally clean. Mike, also known as MFG. Take it away, man. 
I am totally clean. Uh, <laughs> CW's The Flash is a live-action superhero series based on the DC Comics character of the same name. The show had to open its uh, seventh season with a conclusion to its sixth season run due to earlier coronavirus health and safety restrictions on TV and film productions. Uh, the character Barry Allen as The Flash was created by Robert Koniger and Carmine Infantino and first appeared in Showcase Number 4 way back in October of 1956. The 2014 TV series was developed by Greg Berlanti, Andrew Kreisberg, and Jeff Johns. Uh, the Flash Season 6 has, I'm sorry, Season 7 has a Rotten Tomatoes rating of 95% with an audience of 35%. <laughs> Oh, there is, some, there is some swinging going on in there. Um, 95 versus, <laughs> versus 35. Yes. A lot of grease um, and, Yes. And a Metacritic score, which is, for some odd reason, to be decided still for critics, but an audience of 51 out of 100, which is literally right down the middle. <laughs> um, so that just tells you where literally, this is going to yeah. go. All Here's a synopsis. Freeze-dried speedster, speed force suffering from ED, a Colombian scientist doing an Irish goodbye, infinite loot wells, love rekindling energy, uh, universal energies, force storm children, an irresponsible mental illness PSA, suddenly convenient metahuman powers, the second worst clone saga in superhero history, <laughs> and a surprise child from the future. Flash season seven had it all and including a bag of chips, which often feels less like a combo meal and more like a potluck. Uh, Central City is under siege by everything. Uh, mirror replicants, 12 feet tall, unstoppable behemoth, uh, murderous psychics, replicating speedsters, deadly forces in the universe, and cheesy dialogue, just to name a few. And in a shared universe with two super Kryptonians, lightning generators, and a Batwoman, not one hero came to rescue the citizens or the viewers, especially not from the cheesy dialogue and the limp plots. However, Team Flash manages to overcome every obstacle with the power of love, long speeches and convenient personality shifts. The series has pulled a few hamstrings since its heyday in seasons one through three. And even though The Flash is moving faster than ever, his storylines are quickly tiring out. Alrighty, I'm saying this is starring. Get ready, it's a long list, people. Right. <laughs> Grant Gustin as Barry Allen, The Flash. Candace Patton as Iris West Allen. Daniel Panabaker as Caitlin Snow, Killer Frost. Carlos Valdez as Cisco Ramon, Vibe. Tom Cavanaugh um, as Harrison Wells. Jesse L. Martin as Detective Joe West. Daniel Nicolette as Cecile Horton. Brandon McKnight as Chester P. Runk. Kayla Compton as Allegra Garcia. And those are just the regulars. Uh, Victoria <laughs> Park as Camilla Huang. Michelle Harrison as Nora, The Speed Force. Natalie Dreyfus as Sue Dearden. Uh, Efrat Dor as Eva Makala, aka the Mirror Monarch. Carmen Moore as Kristen Kramer. Sarah Garcia as Alexa Rivera, aka Fuerza. Uh, Ennis Esmer as Bashir Malik, aka Psych. Uh, Christian Magby as Dion, I'm sorry, Dion Owens, aka the Stillforce. Karen Oberoi as August Hart, aka Godspeed. Jessica Parker Kennedy as Nora West Allen, aka XS. Jordan Fisher as Bart Allen, aka Impulse. John Wesley Shipp as Jay Garrick. And finally, David Ramsey as John Diggle, aka Spartan. Get that man a Gatorade. Get that <laughs> man a Gatorade. So let me give him a second to catch his breath. So let's get into it. Flash season seven, but before we get into this series and talk about what we think about it. Let's press that spoiler button that we paid so much money for and let, let it do the rest. Warning, the following segment contains information that may ruin your enjoyment of the media in review. So if you believe this might upset you, piss off you wanker. It still sounds good even though we've been doing it for so long, but <laughs> that spoiler warning was brought to you by Steve Francis. 
of Stush Productions. Hey, what's that? It, it, it went by so fast. I don't know. Maybe it's Stush. <laughs> what was that, a wind? No, it was Stush. <laughs> All right, let's get into it. Flash season seven. Um, Mike said a lot in the synopsis, and so let's start let's start dissecting the season. So the the, the 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 thing that Mike opened up with early on is the fact that this season was unique because um because of the pandemic, um season six was season six was abruptly ended. Like it, it I'm sorry, awkwardly ended. Not abrupt, right. but it was awkward it, it left us off with a cliffhanger that felt incomplete and obviously because you know of all the stuff with COVID and the restrictions. Um let me ask you this. Um, how did you guys feel about the way they worked the ending of season six into this season and then worked season seven's plot? Did you feel like it was hodgepodge or was it seamless? Um, it, it wasn't really seamless. You saw the seam of where, you know, six uh, ended and seven began. Mm-hmm. Um, and honestly, like they, they really had no choice in that. Like if yeah. you wanted to finish off the story, that's what you had to do. Yeah, well, thank goodness they didn't hear a season two where, I'll just ignore it and go to season three. You're yeah. like, what? <laughs> well, they did that pretty much with blood sport and blood work, though. Yeah. Like that blood work storyline just stopped. And that had nothing to do with COVID. I don't know what happened. It just it just kind of ended. And I was like, oh, right. I, you know. I, I feel sorry for the actor that played blood work because he was just like, oh, I love the actor. But he also had, he was from season two of the heroes. Yeah. He's the same problem, you know. So maybe it's him. <laughs> maybe it is him. I'm starting He's to think cursed. it's him. Uh, no, they, they, you, you heard them. If you listen carefully to like the first episodes for, uh, for the new season that are part from six, you hear them like, just keep hammering that triangle into that circle. <laughs> it's going to fit, you know? Like, yeah, it, it, there's just no way you did not see it. And, and again, you understand it, but nonetheless, unless someone comes out and lies and says that it was actually going to be a much better ending to season six, it still wasn't an interesting ending because once again, at the end of it all, after all this stuff, kidnapping people, killing people, blah, 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 blah. But you know, you don't really want to do that, right? You're a good person. <gasps> You're right. And I'm a clone of myself. Oh God, I'm going to undo it. You're like, what? That was it? <laughs> it's the power <laughs> you know? of love. I'm like, look, I love that these shows are they're trying to be positive and, and tell you that violence isn't solving everything. I get that, but this can't be your answer to everything as well. <laughs> you know? I was thoroughly disappointed with that, the end of that um, villain. Now, mind you, as Mike said in the synopsis, and I know Ralph and I have mentioned it before, that the Flash has kind of been losing steam the past couple of seasons. Yeah. Um, I know last season, I've definitely felt it. Even before we had the abrupt ending, mm-hmm. you know, last even the season before. Oh, yeah. You know, the season like before was with Cicada. I was not right. interested in that, <laughs> you know? Right. But yeah. this one was just felt like so underwhelming. I was yeah. very surprised. It, well, it was what really, well, what I felt really sucked was the way that they got rid of Ralph, you know, because of the, the controversy. The <laughs> we, no, no, yeah, we, no. We, we only yeah. wish. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, no, no. I know what you're talking about. Ralph Dibney, yeah. Yeah, so because of the controversy with the actor, because of his, mm-hmm. his tweets in the past, all they did was had a body double come in and they're like saying, oh, his face was uh, hurt by ultraviolet's uh, rays or whatever. Yeah. And so it was like he's healing. So they had this helmet on his head and a right. modulated voice. And he's like, yeah. I, I didn't even understand what they could have just said he was injured and he's off scene. I didn't understand the purpose of them physically bringing in a body. Guys, <laughs> this is the second time in this season because that was done this season with oh, Elongated Man, right? Right. right. Last season. Yeah. Um, 
between this one and there's another instance where they had a missing person in the cast and they handled it so horribly like who else was missing i'm trying to think of who it was. um 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 iris was missing um i don't want to go ahead but later oh, on oh. in the series flash is talking to iris on the phone yeah oh, and they i'm don't like show her but yeah, they, they oh. do show her later on in that same but yeah, episode. She's, yeah, she's not there. But, they, but at least they don't put in someone else. And they didn't go like, Iris is missing. Oh, I ha- I'm sorry, honey. I'm in the shower. I just put a, a, a towel over my face. I can't hear you. You know, like. I don't know what's worse. It's either that or him going, yes, Iris. Yes, I know. Uh, yeah, okay, hold on. Honey, I'm like, you're talking to nobody and we know it's nobody. <laughs> it's, it's, it's just horrible. When, yeah. when, when he's leaving the apartment and she's like upstairs because she's sick, quote unquote sick. And then he, he goes, Iris, I'm just going to step out to get you your medicine. I'm like, who says that? Who says it like that? Thank you, Ralph. Who says it like that? And, and so my my theory is that because of whenever they were filming it, it's possible that the actress, Candace Patton, might have been like in quarantine. So they wanted to just keep going. So oh, yeah. they're like, they we'll just film I mean, it this again, way. Again, this, this is a studio. You couldn't have built, you could have put her in a bedroom scene. Mm-hmm. by herself <laughs> you know like, like just by herself like oh i'm sorry honey i if i wish i could go or something like that and then see her do a mysterious look to the camera because then they explain that she's actually somewhere else and in danger like then that's what would have been fine but like yeah like you said the, the whole off screen like like honey i'm going out to get medicine i know you're in that room even though we can't see you on camera so i'm just gonna say goodbye even though i'm sure i don't leave like this normally <laughs> you know, and, and also I'm really fast, so I would have been actually there and back by now. Right. <laughs> and then Cecil shows brilliant. up, and he's like, "Oh no, no, you can't see Iris right now." Like he's, he was acting like he had just killed her. Yeah. <laughs> you know. He 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 was acting like he was really trying to keep the actress's um, appearance from everybody. <laughs> For real. I, I, I know you can't see. I don't want her to upstage me. I get all the screen time. Yeah, but uh, but but bouncing back now towards what we were talking about and, and before right. the story, so that whole thing that then came apart with the universal forces, which now we did see how that was going to happen. We saw like the energy split, and we got no answer to what that meant. I think that was part of the cliffhanger of season six. Right, you saw the the the, the whatever we thought was the speed force energy split out, but. You know, and we think, okay, this is going to be the big bad, which of course it wasn't. But then now let's go back to what we were talking about about the mirror monarch. Ah, she was let to see the side because of love and da 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 da. Well, we've got the danger of Forza, this hulking beast of a of a woman. Da 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 da. And what calms her down? You're a good person. Da 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 da. And you know what? I'm calmed down. Now we go to someone that's actually murdered people. Murdered people. Mm-hmm. Psych. Yep. Oh, we know you've murdered people. That's because you had a bad past. You're really a good person inside. You know what? I am. I'm like, what? What the fuck is that? Is that your, is that the answer to everything? Like, I mean, that's not even lazy story, right? That's just someone going. It was the last thing on the guy's desk, and we're applying it to every damn plot in this story right now. You know? No, you you don't want to know what happened. So, yeah. uh, they were looking for guest writers, and they got the writers from Sesame Street to come in and put it, give everything, <laughs> you know, a happy spin to it. No, no, no. It's let's brought let, by the power of love. Let, let's <laughs> let, let, let's let's take it a step further and say that somebody's been like brought back from the '60s and brought <laughs> here to be on the writing squad. Dude, man, it's nothing but love. No, you can overpower everything with the power of love, man. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it felt like yeah, every it really time. Because I mean, and also it just made no sense for any of them. Actually, it really made no sense. But you know, uh, you know what it was? It was love and family. So. 
it was Dom Toretto who wrote the script. That's what it was. <laughs> and, and also, let's not forget the fact that the Speed Force itself went rogue and violent. Okay, and then, yo. and that that gets healed by the power of love. You guessed it, folks. Oh, uh, time, time on, Nora, we talk, love you. So let's talk about the Nora and the Speed Force. How did you guys feel about her inclusion now as part of the regular Flash um, cast? It's absolutely insane. The woman looks like his dead mother. That is not a comforting thing. I don't care how they try and sell it. Like, I liked Barry's initial reaction when he was uncomfortable because it's like, look, maybe the first time when he first met the Speed Force, it was a comforting thing because he also was expecting to die, you know? Right. It's like, no, you looking like my dead mother is not comforting. That's creepy. <laughs> right. You know, like, like, just look like anything else. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and 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 I think that section of the season of the season kind of put me off. Mm -hmm. The whole thing with the Still Force and the Speed Force and the Speed Force coming to life and her being part of the group and trying to help Barry out and her getting angry and it became so much that I almost became disinterested. Yeah, and, and I love the Flash. I love watching oh, yeah. the show. No, I love the show. But it's just one of those things that it just really started turning me off to a point that yeah. I was like, I almost started losing interest in what was going on. Yeah, no, and what was also was like. It, it was really unclear of who was causing what, right? You know, because like the, they were like, oh, it's the other forces that are causing this change. And then the other forces are like, it's not us that's doing it. It's the speed force that's causing it. And then she's like, no, but it's them. It's some freaking circular shit. And you're like, at yeah. the end, you don't get nothing resolved of who was doing what. Yeah. Cause, cause, and then also you get the lead up with the, 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 the thing that took over Cecile. Because now you're right. thinking, oh, that was... Uh, the forces that attacked her with the purple right. lightning. Like, oh, nope, it wasn't. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. Like, where yeah, the fuck well, did also, that come from? But yeah, but also with the, the speed force that got me, you know, of course, now that it's been revealed that she's the evil one for now, and of course got instantly new eye makeup. Mm -hmm. <laughs> she got instantly like raccoon eyes. I'm like, I don't, I didn't know the speed force even had like, you know, Mac <laughs> makeup, but evidently they do. Well, um, you got to remember you know, that her appearance is, she chooses her appearance so she could change it at will. Yeah. So, so she's know, like, um, listen, punk rocker. Boom, yeah, exactly. Which which was also just bad because that was so that was such a 1980s makeover. I was like, come on, stop. But, it was but also the Spider-Man. Go ahead. Yeah, Spider-Man three. But what also just got me with it is that now she's evil and they're like trying to do stuff behind her back. I'm like, you do understand that like exactly how fast she is, right? Yes. Like she makes Barry look like he's asleep. Yep. And that, but meanwhile they're like, oh, she can't catch us here. She could have caught you a billion times there, <laughs> you know. So yeah, that that all of that just was making no sense, and and then the fact that you needed the other forces, and then the fact that the Still Force, which by the way had no real name, like everyone else mm -hmm. got a cool name, the Still Force was just what it was. Yeah. It was this black guy who looked like Cassius Clay. It was really where he looked oh, like Muhammad yeah. Ali. Ali, and I'm like, so he's this kind of punch drunk kind of sounding jock dude failure and i'm like and you made that the black guy i'm like oh this is going really well for you right now this must have been actually written by the dc writers <laughs> you know? uh, i didn't even look at it that way it's the same, it's brought to you by the people that brought you nigga john yeah pretty much oh, <laughs> exactly yeah, it is <laughs> it is you know well, um, anyway what listen <laughs> mike was thinking it i've, I've been i've been listening <laughs> unfortunately but yeah, yeah, I found that very disappointing as well because his character was just, I'm down on my luck. I, I just missed out on being a football player. And I'm like, this is your entire motivation? Really? I mean, I, I get that. But I mean, it was just, that was his entire motivation. Well, that, like, well that whole episode was kind of felt for us too with yeah, the whole oh getting them going to the 80s. And mind you, 
I was 80s or 90s? Was uh, 80s. The 90s. No, it was, it was 90s. early it was 90s. 90s. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And and I was around for the early 90s. Guess I'm giving away my age. Um, but I was, like, he was around for the early 1890s. What the hell are you talking <laughs> <Shush>. about? <laughs> <laughs> but it was one of those things that I was just kind of like, man, like it just felt so forced. And I yeah. want and I want um Chester and, and Vibe to have a good time and all that other stuff. Yeah. But it just it, it just didn't feel um. Um, so just well, to well, do you guys feel that we, I mean, I, I'm a, I don't know what um, the actor that does discover Ramon is really doing, um, but didn't we get did you feel that we were being forced to like Chester P. Runk? It's like, you better like him because this is what you got, <laughs> this is what you, got. <laughs> you know, because it doesn't feel like like where Cisco, you, you got the sincerity of his nerdism and da 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 with with Chester. It's like we're being forced to Chester. You know, it's just like you like him, right? You guys like him. You don't like him now. You don't like him this, this episode. It's like let us like him stop trying to tell us to like him <laughs> you know? he's saying if you keep doing this i liked him better when he was uh, unconscious in a coma seriously <laughs> wow well well being that we're talking about I mean, because let's talk about some of the characters for a second um speaking of cisco how were you with his departure how I how do you feel cried. that was handled i cried I had so much i had a tear when he when he had it. i did have a tear with him I'm going gonna miss him i'm gonna i mean he's a, he's a great character and he's definitely a great best friend for him and stuff like that um but at the same time, even I kind of, again, I don't know what he's doing. Um, it just felt kind of like, poof, yeah. <laughs> you know, he's, I, he's, I, he's away, you know. I saw an interview, uh, I, well, I read an interview about them talking about him leaving. And he said he just felt it was time because him, him and, and Tom Cavanaugh also left. Well, yeah, I mean, well, they, they, they two seasons ago had done all they could do with Tom Cavanaugh, but no one told them, <laughs> you know. <laughs> all right. But they were, he they came were... back as the Indiana Jones character last season. I'm like, you've reached every aspect. This guy is no Tatiana Maslany. I mean, no, you know, no faulting Tom Cavanaugh, but you're not Tatiana Maslany. You cannot play that many different people well. I mean, you know, Few was great. She's, she is eight people. I swear, she, that woman is eight people. Cap, he's he was talking good, about but he Orphan do Black. Just so yes, for know. all you people that don't know Orphan Black, but those that do know what I'm talking about. But like he had reached his limit. Like by the time we got to the French speaking Sherlock Holmes, <laughs> you know, like I'm like, yeah, you've Should pretty much reached the end of it by that point. You know. Yeah. So in the interview, they were like, you know, we just felt that, you know, we've done what we can and we wanna try other stuff. They they left it both both characters are open ended. So like if of they course. wanted to come back and do, you know, guest spots, they still are able to. I always saw that he came back at, at some point toward the end of the season. So that's good too. But I, I I'll say this and, and this kind of, and I kind of wanted to talk about individual things, but I obviously don't have a lot of time for that. The thing, the, 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 for me, the general theme of the entire series feels like they're going through the motions mm -hmm. with a lot of, with a lot of this stuff, with their team building and their, and their crew. And, and just everything just seems forced. It doesn't feel genuine the way it used by to. Time, by time you gave Kristen Kramer the, the, the interim uh, police chief that replaced Joe because he decided that he got had enough. By the time you gave her a metahuman ability, she doesn't even have one in the comics. It made no sense why you gave her a metahuman ability. Like literally no sense. You built a story that was uninteresting around her past that no one wanted to know about, <laughs> you know? And then to make her past make sense, if you will, then She's you had to get the out. ability. <laughs> yeah. They, yeah. Made her, they made her into um, the guy from, uh, from Heroes. Heroes? <laughs> that, that just, he his power is just whatever Peter. power yeah Peter whatever yeah. power he's around he's nearby yeah. yeah 
Yeah, no, so it, I, it at least his, no sense. his was more interesting until they made him, they depowered him because I guess they felt that he would be too overpowered. Oh, they, yeah, that, don't even get me started with that. Heroes is a whole other story yeah. in its own. Yeah, it's a whole um, other yeah. podcast. Yeah, it's a whole <laughs> other podcast in its own. But yeah, no, that, that was just shoehorned and it was there was no reason for it. There's a lot Good of enough. things that I feel like are shoehorned in or forced in. Or, 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 like, forced, or How about another one that they forced in for really no reason? Hey, hey here's, your, oh. here, here's your brother. Here's, our, here's your other son, Bart. Yep. And the, and they seemed no surprise that they now have two kids. I mean, before they were worrying about Nora, and, and you know, at some point when Barry saw Bart, he was you know he was like, "Aren't any of my kids going to look white?" <laughs> <laughs> like, like you just know at some point he was just like, like just just any of them. <laughs> no, I mean, but I mean, it was just insane. And my thing is, I just felt like they got Jordan Fisher to be Bart Allen just because they wanted him to sing. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> like, like that felt like the only reason they had him be there was to sing at the Talk end of that episode. Forrest. You know? Talk yeah. about Forrest. Oh, it was so forced. I mean, and beyond the fact that I hate Impulse normally, he didn't make me like Impulse anymore. <laughs> you know, it, it's not that he did a bad job. It's just that he yeah. actually was Impulse. <laughs> you know, and I don't like Impulse. <laughs> it would have been cool to see him do like the uh, the time clones that he does. Right. That would have been nice. That would have been cool. Instead of instead of the shurikens, yeah, I, I don't oh. even understand that. I'm like the speed force is now Green Lantern energy like being, yep. right? <laughs> like, like, but but make lassos. <laughs> but Team Flash as a whole just felt like like, like they're not doing. It doesn't feel like the same way they did. I mean, and they're gonna be wrong. Yeah. I'm not saying the actors are bad, but just the writing altogether, I feel like it, it's been this kind of subpar. There, there are moments where they punch up the. So the good feels like the Cisco mm -hmm. Ramon episode was right. a good episode. Like, you know, like I remember like like watching them be like, oh, the last time I felt like this was when Barry and um Iris were breaking up when Iris was the, the mirror clone. Right. And even though we know, oh, she's a she's a clone, he, she's gonna get back, but you felt that, that punch gut. Oh yeah, when he was begging for her back, that was a oh my god, that was a definite punch. And that was from season six, which itself was not a right. good season, you know. Yeah. But but no, that was a good punch. But like but the episodes, the it's it's also like that, that the cast is slowly being replaced and you understand that actors have things to do or whatever the case may be, but it's not organically being replaced. They, they, they introduce a character and then either they already have power that they were hiding mysteriously or in two episodes they have powers and now they're part of the team, you know, and I'm like, ah. it's, it's true blood syndrome. Yeah. It's true blood syndrome. Yeah. And then it also was a little bit weird was the dynamic between uh, Barry and Chester, you know, yeah. because it, it really seemed more like boss and employee than like yes. teammates or anything. Well, but, which it really would be like no one knows Chester that well. He's, he literally is the new guy, you know. The, there was no, a, okay, and I'm okay with that though. Yeah. I'm kind of okay with that. Yeah. There was a moment though where I was like, it, it was. It seemed pretty funny because so Barry um, lets out his frustration onto Chester, right? And and then he immediately it, it, like the look on his face is like, wait, shit, uh, ACO uh, ACO is gonna be on my ass if I treat this guy really badly. <laughs> Oh, I'm sorry, Chester. I didn't mean to take that out on you. All right, it's all right. Cool, we cool, right, bro? I mean, right. my my friend, dap? yes, dap. Yeah. <laughs> and then later, look, later on, he took his first chase out on Iris. He was like, "See, I'm down with black people." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. My wife's black, and and all my kids are evidently black, <laughs> or at least half. I, I have a major bone to pick before we go to the main villain but, of of the series. Okay, another thing about Team Flash. Okay, now mind you, for those who don't know, listen to the podcast, I am of Latin descent. And I am a, I'm a guy of Latin descent who can't speak Spanish very well. Dios Which, mio. Yeah. <laughs> Mine sounds better than yes. I do. But, but 
All that aside, El Gasp. How horrible <laughs> was Allegra when she spoke Spanish? And it was oh so funny. Oh, my God. It was horrible. Because it was like, okay, I, I got to be trying to fit in um, Spanish dialogue, which we've talked about in previous podcasts about them forcing in people speaking Spanish. Right. Cec- Cecilia Reyes is a perfect example from the comic right. But to listen to her speak to Esperanza, her yeah. cousin, I speak Spanish better than she does. <laughs> no, she was no. like, Como esta usted, partner? Oh, oh my God. <laughs> no, freaking um, Ralph's uh, girlfriend. What's her name? Oh, um, uh, Sue? Sue. 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 Mm-hmm. She spoke better Spanish. Yeah, she did, actually. <laughs> she actually did. She spoke better uh, Spanish. Hey, you know, I guess I guess she probably didn't grow up speaking it, you know, um, which is fine. But but yeah, it, oh, of course. it, it was bad, you know. But that's what I'm saying. As somebody who's a, who's not a native speaker, who, right. who is a Latin descent, I know what it's like to not be able to speak with the correct accent. But I'm still like, not for nothing. If you're going to give me fantasy, let's make her be a, a native speaker or have her own. Him and, 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 and just be like, be like, I don't speak Spanish. Right. I don't speak Spanish. <laughs> well, I speak to my relatives. But I'm. It was. It just. It took me out. It took me out of the element. Or, or I just ha- couldn't focus. Have it more be like you know, Esperanza could speak to her in in Spanish, and she just responds in English, showing that she well, understands it. For a while right, too. which they were doing. And also, the thing is, though, in doing what you're suggesting, Cap, is that it actually would have added a little a little depth to the character because you would say like, oh, okay, she's Spanish, but she grew up in an environment where she didn't speak it, like a lot of people. Because the thing is, you're actually relating to more exactly. Americans that way because exactly. more and more of the population that is of Spanish descent, Hispanic descent, doesn't speak the language as fluently, you know? Right. Um, you know. Um, also want to touch before we get to the main villain too, um, like I was, not, I won't say excited, it was, I was like, oh cool, Diggle's there. What do you mean you haven't put that goddamn ring on yet? Yeah. What the hell? What? What I got mad at him. I was mad at him by that point. The ring was <laughs> screaming at him. until that moment. There, yeah, I was like, because before, like, you were. I was like, okay, and even they didn't have to say, it, but I was like, oh, maybe he's hiding that secret, you know. And it, and it, and even without saying it, it would have been cool. Like, he's hiding a secret that I know about that they don't know about. And then when he shows that box, you're like, you didn't open it. <laughs> I'm like you asshole. <laughs> yeah. Wow. No, no, that, that's definitely true, Mike. When I saw Diggle, first of all, I felt Diggle was shoehorned, and and, 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 and we go shoehorned. I'm still alive. I'm still alive. Because ba- because Barry was talking to Chester Peter. I know other black people too. Like, here's one. <laughs> and of course, those two just watching Chester like almost almost ejaculate when he sees yeah. Diggle, and Diggle like, oh no, it's okay. It's, but I'm used to that, man. Yeah. It's just like, <laughs> it, that felt not organic it, yeah. it, and like I said it, it's not that the show was horrible but there's parts where we know it could have been better or they did it better in previous seasons right. and they just didn't show up right. oh my gosh so now let's talk about the main villain Godspeed how do we feel I mean we got you know we had a mirror monarch last season into this season how do we feel about Godspeed they brought he was horrible when they introduced him what was it two seasons ago mm-hmm. <laughs> or whatever it was it just didn't get any better. And then they, the clones that, that, by the way, physically weren't the same person, by the way. Oh, absolutely not. <laughs> I, was, I mean, different yeah. sizes. Different sizes altogether. It was so funny. Like someone had a meme where it was just like, like some of the clones, I mean, you know, they're athletic. So like had like the big bubble muscle button. Someone had like a flat ass. <laughs> You're like, but they're clones somehow. Um, yeah, you know, but I, I that, that clone missed leg day. Yeah. <laughs> I would have loved to see if, if someone just messed up and you see a clone that's just... Because like, for the most part, the heights were pretty much the same. Yeah. But if you just saw one with like a substantial height difference, it would have been <laughs> hilarious. <laughs> like, oh no, that that one he he just he he didn't take enough time 
uh, to make him. So he, he, he's he a half clone. Yeah. You know. <laughs> yeah. I, no, I'm sorry. They, I, 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 it's not that the clone line is confusing. You just, at least for me, I just stopped caring. So that I, so I, it was almost like, you know, when you're half listening to someone that you already don't want to talk, listen to, that's what it felt like when they started getting into the story. I didn't care. Oh my care. gosh, yeah. And by the last two episodes, by, you know, where they bring in Bart and Nora, and I, I really lost all care. And I, I mean, it didn't help, but I was just like, if, because it seemed like they were going through the power of love again with August Hart, mm -hmm. who is Godspeed's real, I was like, if they do that, and I was like, well, at least they didn't do that. At least he was like, nope, I'm a villain. <laughs> and, <laughs> but what they did, what well, something that Mike's mentioned before, he doesn't like. Your main villain becomes your ally. Yeah, yeah. They, I, and for those who don't know, they brought yeah. back Ebertthon, aka Reverse Flash. And 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 it's Eobard. Eobard, Eobard sorry. Yeah. Eobardthon. Bard. It's a D. Eobardthon. Yeah, there you put go. Respect you. on it, because he will come and he will put his hand right through your chest. <laughs> if it's Tom Cavanaugh, I won't mind because Tom Cavanaugh. And by the way, I am tired of that being everyone's go-to weapon of fear. Like the Godspeed clones were all doing that. I'm like, you know that they could just run into you at super speed and splatter you, right? Like that yep. was really all they got to do. Yep. <laughs> you know, take a page um, from the boys. Yeah, um, but yeah, the the that did nothing for me uh, at all. I, I didn't I, that hole in his Barry's head in. August Hart scene with Cecile linking them up mentally. It it was just limp. You it see? just really was. I'm just like, this is not interesting at all. And and the it's because also Godspeed, if you even just read up his history, he's not an interesting character. He's a brand new character within the last less than 10 years. Mm -hmm. And it's he's not interesting in the comics. And he's even less interesting on TV. It's just it's a boring character. That's another speed character that's trying to have a slightly different reason for hating the Flash and a slightly different need for speed, you know, and you're like, I don't care. But the whole bringing back Eobard Thawne, I'm like, first of all, I don't understand it because he's supposed to be dead. He's not supposed to even, I'm sorry, he's not supposed to exist. Yep. He's not even dead. He does not exist. I don't understand how he's still around. First of all, I, I'm still, I think they tried to explain it and I've lost it over the seasons, but he's not supposed to be around. But then they bring back a man that not only has killed, probably will kill again. And when he runs off, they're like, eh, we'll get him we'll later. Get him later. <laughs> and I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> you I, just let off Speedy Adolf Hitler. <laughs> yeah, word. <laughs> I, you know? I will say this. So apparently the way that they brought him back is like he, he's been hiding out in in like the speed force realm or some shit. Well, he has running, his own speed force. Yeah. Then, remember running from the, the, the speed, uh, reapers or whatever they're called. Right. Yeah. But I mean, but that was at least on legends, but now it doesn't seem like that's, he's doing that anymore. And, and then, but I, it was super cool to see when he, uh, um, he double, uh, he does the, uh, goddammit words. Use your words. Use your words. <laughs> um, when... Show me, show me using the puppet where he touched you. <laughs> <laughs> when sounds like sequel. He does the 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 mm -hmm. double. What's it? Back. God damn it! A double backflip, Axel. Yes. <laughs> I have no when idea he, where you're going. When with he this. betrays Barry, when he he he, he does a, cross? a double cross, double cross. There you go. That's the word. I'm oh my really? god! That's really that was the. I'm sorry. When he double crosses Barry and, and goes like he's going to attack him. And right. then Barry like just goes like, uh-uh, son, I'm faster than you think. And he just slows down. And he, he literally goes like, nope. And like flicks him away, yeah. essentially. 
That was really cool. And that was cool. But then he leaves Thawne to go be angry and try and figure out basically how to be faster than him now. And I'm like, yeah, that's going to come back and bite us. Not just you, but it's going to bite the audience in the ass I mean, again. He, he could, <laughs> If he was moving that fast, he, the moment when, when Eobard was going to start moving, he could have just been like, nope, cuff you, boom, and there you go, you're done. And also, if he could move that fast, why didn't he move that fast with the Godspeeds? Exactly. Yeah, that is the question. Yeah, because evidently he can move like so fast that even a speedster who can move and all, and break the time barrier can't keep up with him. I'm like, that's I don't that's even that's past the but, speed of light. That's but then, that's so past the speed of light at that point. <laughs> you know, he's making his own light at that point. But yeah. then they mentioned that he's that he because of of Thawne having access to the to the negative speed force that Barry has access to it now, and that's what kind of no the negative speed force is all hate. Yeah. It's fueled by his hate. That's why Barry and Iris had to make a speed force of love. Yep. Remember? Which generated oh. the forces that we also have previously talked about. Which, by the way, are their children. Mm-hmm. And having these actors that are older than him call him daddy yeah. was disturbing me all the time. You know, I, I can't <laughs> even lie. I, I like young Nora. I, I really like young Nora. By the way, young Nora, Grant Guskin is 31. She's 36. Yep. Wow. Yeah. I mean, I mean, that's not faulting. It. It's just the idea again. These actors that are older than him, <laughs> you know. Yeah. Wow. Crazy. Wow. <laughs> well, let me let me ask this question because I know we're sort of run, running short on time. Let me ask this question to kind of help sum it up. How many more seasons do you see Flash going? Because well, obviously, we, we're they're that. already renewed, yep. so we know it's eight. I I would honestly think I bet you. I mean, unless they do some great, and I would love it if they did some turnaround. We looked, looked at the writing and was just like, we need to get the power of seasons one through three back in here. Not the repeats of it, not the same villains, just the writing of it. Uh, then I could, if they don't do that, then I can see them saying at the end of season eight, that season nine will probably be the end and it'll probably be a shortened season. I, like, like they did with Arrow. Like, you know, they'll probably do something to conclude it, but like bring in like you know, maybe Stargirl, if, if that's still doing well and other things. Like yeah. that, that new one, I forget what the new, uh, the black woman that's got like Superman-like powers. I can't think of her name. Oh, oh, um, oh yeah. yeah. They haven't even started yet. But like, like if those shows are doing well, then I could see them like, you know, keeping that on. I mean, Batwoman is not going to hold that in together. <laughs> that's for sure. Batwoman, Batwoman is, is the legends uh, of that group. Yeah. I mean, even Legends. I mean, Legends, it's, it's good and bad. I, it's really a weird show. I mean, they, um, but they that's, just that's made... also another podcast. They made Sarah Definitely. Lance immortal now. Yeah, that's it's all so weird right now. Um, we're not doing this. <laughs> <laughs> we're not doing this. All right. Anything else we want to mention before we go into um, renaming and ratings? Um, yeah. Well, I want to give my answer. The, oh, oh, sorry. I, I'm sorry, Ralph. Yes, yeah. I, you were agreeing with us. Yeah. Sorry, bro. I, I think they're probably going to do what they did with Supernatural, where it'll be like, you know where it should end. And they're going to be like, no, nah, let's just keep on going. <laughs> You think so? <laughs> but see, Supernatural had some good writing for for, for spurts. You know, do you uh, um do you? Well, think they had that... good. They had, I would say Supernatural had damn good writing for ten solid years, mm-hmm. ten out of fifteen. And that's, I mean, I that's amazing to have damn good writing. I'm not saying every episode in season was just as good as the next, but they was damn good. It was after the end of season ten. Yep. That's where it got sketchy. Well, no, season no the Levi- well Leviathan was a bad year. Even they make fun of that. Even they make fun of that. That season seven. That season or, or season six. I forget which one it was. But even they make fun of that season. Um, season ten, at the end of that is when darkness is introduced. Okay. If I'm not mistaken. Yeah, and that's where it got weird. 
And that's where I felt like it's just declined a mm -hmm. lot more. I mean, some things got better because sometimes they got more, they started doing more experimental scripting and camera work, you know, and I can't think of episodes right off hand, but like, the Scooby-Doo episode that's for another thing. very funny. I love well, that, that was fantastic, yeah. you know. But uh, but yeah, I'm sorry. This is not a supernatural uh, podcast, so we'll move on to something. Else. We, we, no, we I can already, talk about it forever. We've already got 12 podcasts that we could already do based on today's <laughs> episode. So Rob, you're saying that it can go? You think it might go to supernatural route? Yeah, I I feel like because they just want to get the money out of this thing, man. And of course. If 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 people keep watching, they're gonna keep doing it, man. But but the thing is though, I mean, and again, like remember, like, you, you you do still have like uh, actors. Just to keep this in mind. Yeah. So I mean, not saying that it was because the show was crappy, but um, you know, even the guy uh, Stephen Amell was just like, you know, peace out. I mean, I've had my fun, but and I can see Grant Gustin. I mean, especially if it, if it keeps going downhill, he's not going to keep wanting to be associated. I mean, if he has any other op options. He's not going to want to be associated with a show that's really getting bad, <laughs> you know. Right. It's, it's funny you mentioned Stephen Amell. I, I've read an article that's saying that Stephen Amell actually wants to come back to do Arrow again. As a series or just a visit? I think as a series that he wants to come back to, to the, do it again. The thing is, though, I mean, granted, it's a little too soon. But, like, let's just say if, if, if these type of shows are going well. Like, still, I mean, it doesn't have to be the show itself. Like, Flash doesn't have to be going on. But just the superhero genre is still going well. And CW still has its hosts. Of, of shows, various kinds, come and gone, blah, blah, blah. In five more years, it would actually be cool to have him come back as an older Green Arrow. I mean, obviously, he's still not going to be old. It's only, what, be six years by that point that the show's been off. But just have him, but I mean, have him become an older Arrow, you know, like maybe gray up his hair a little bit, but have him come back as an older Green Arrow with experience, kind of like the Batman thing, but just not quite that old. Give you him know, a, like, a gruff <laughs> voice. You know. My name is Oliver Queen. Well, he's already got that and when he's doing his when he's doing the hood. Save this city. Okay, okay, all right. This ain't justified. Get out of here. <laughs> Ooh, <laughs> that's only it was justified. Oh, oh my oh, god, that series is amazing. All right, we all the fuck number 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 thirteen <laughs> podcast we're gonna have to do. All right, let's talk about it. Renaming the series. Ralph, should you go first? Do I? I don't even know anymore. I'll, I'll go first. We're we're all probably gonna say the same thing. You know. Go ahead. Yeah. Uh, Flash season seven. It's all possible with the power of love. <laughs> <laughs> I like the way you're thinking, Ralph, but I went a little bit of a different route. Flash season seven. So fast you can't see them going through the motions. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Mike. <laughs> I like that. I didn't go any of those directions. I went CW's The Flab season seven, huffing and puffing. <laughs> <laughs> Word. Well, That's what it feels like, man. You're like, we got another season out, honey. <laughs> he, he did, uh, what's his name? Um, God damn it. Barry Allen. Uh, Grant Gustin. Grant Gustin. Mm -hmm. He did um, work out. And got a little bit buffer, so that's why, like, I, I did at, see that. Like, he does at, look a little bit larger. Yeah. At, at the at the end of the, the the three episodes for season six, for the end of that, that they did at the beginning. Mm -hmm. Um, if you notice, then the next episode after that, he is bigger. Yeah. Because he, he actually wow. worked out. He's he he talked to Stephen Amell, and he's like, "What's the workout that I could do to to get me into that good shape?" Oh, nice. He's, he's <laughs> like, eat something. <laughs> <laughs> Wow. He, he wanted he wanted to put on muscle just just to right. to show that you know Barry Allen doesn't have to be just skinny and fast. He can also be a little bit muscular. You would think with all that running, he'd get some kind of muscle, but whatever. <laughs> all right, let's talk about it. Ratings for Flash season seven. We go back to you, Ralph. I give Flash season seven uh, six and a half to seven. You know, no, no, commit, yeah, yeah, commit, yeah, yeah, choose a one. Commit. <laughs> all right. Uh, Six and a half and a half. 
<laughs> well, Joey's the one that's got to do the math on that. <laughs> there you go. Six and a half and a half. Uh, anything's possible with love and family. Oh. <laughs> out of 10. Out of 10. Okay, we got to make sure then Joey complains about that. Joey complains um, about everything. It's okay. I, I know he does. He's, he, he, I love him, though. Um, For such a highly not paid intern, he complains a lot. Right? <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm going to give Flash Season 7 six conversations on the phone with Iris that obviously shows that she wasn't even in the, in the lot out of 10. It really bothered me. It, it, really oh, it was bad. Me. It was real. Because at first I kept thinking, I'm like, is she leaving the show? Like, I thought, like, are they actually killing her off? You know? That's what I thought. Um, yeah. Um, I'm pretty much in line with all of you guys there um, and, and bringing up something I just mentioned. I'm giving this rating six. It's creepy having actors older than Grant Gustin call him daddy out of 10. <laughs> it really is. Like, like seriously, like, um, all, well, I mean, we know they're older, but like the guy that played Psych, he's 42. Yeah. And they actually, the killer that made me mad is when they started calling them mother and father. I'm like, just because they birthed, because remember, they kept saying that they birthed the power that's in them. They didn't birth them, nope. <laughs> you know? It's not like the power coalesced into a physical being. The, the power entered them and is, is, is going through. So I'm like, they're not your parents <laughs> at all, <laughs> you know? like, And you're not related at all. Like, it's just the powers are joined together, not you guys, wow. you know? Yeah, that, that also kept getting to me. That was one of the things that was like, but these guys, these people had lived full lives up until that yeah. point. It's not like they it, like the powers reset them. They still have right. memories of their past lives. Yeah. Well, they didn't die or anything. This is still them. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. Well, there you have it. Flash, season seven. Berlanti takes a swing. Berlanti missed. Let's see yeah. about season eight. But guys, don't go anywhere. Geeks on the go. That's next. Geeks on the go. No, more power of love. Oh. Oh, the power of love. The power of these. Okay. <laughs> That's the power of love. Whoa, you went Huey Lewis. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Loved Huey Lewis. It's, um, all right. What? It's like, uh, remember Scott Pilgrim? The, the, of course. The movie. Mm-hmm. Scott has discovered the power of love. <laughs> oh, that's right. Uh, that was a good movie. That's another, that's another movie we should talk about. But anyway, you know the segment. I give quick questions. They give quick answers on all things geek. We make it under a minute every so often. Ralph probably didn't even make a drop for when we do make it under a minute. I'm blaming him for something else now. I'm tired of being old. See, Flash? That's how you do it. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, I think... Are we ready? We're ready. All right. Let's see if Ralph surprises me. Ready, set, go. A photo of Moon Knight's costume for his TV series was recently leaked. Give a few words that describe your thoughts. Mike. Hubba Hubba Hotep. It is excellent. Hubba Hubba Hotep. Wow. Ralph? I mean, I don't really know the character of Moon Knight, but if Mike approves of it, it must be good, but I honestly didn't find it visually appealing. Jesus Christ, he makes that a long answer. (laughs) Should Quicksilver make a return to the MCU or leave him dead? Wow. I mean, having a speedster on any team kind of just opens up a lot of possibilities, but then it also writes you into a lot of corners. What is with you? You're so... Oh, Mike... (laughs) Uh, well, like Judd said in Pet Cemetery, sometimes dead is better. <laughs> right. And the most annoying character in the Flash TV series is who? Ralph. The love interest that they had for Killer Frost. Like, what the fuck is with oh, that fuckboy? Yeah. Like, come on. <laughs> Mike? Ch- 
Chester P. Runk, but actually the writers. Oh, right. And we made it right after a minute. Yeah. And do you have a drop for me, Ralph? No, no fuck drop. That shit. Oh, come on. Come no on, drop. man. No drop for you, Cap. No drop. Uh, well, I'll say this. Wait. Chester P. Wilde. Please, Chester. Alone. He's just, you said annoying. He's annoying. <laughs> you know? No, you're definitely right. He's definitely right. Um, it's funny because something out of all of the people that were annoying, Chester's up there, not for nothing, and I don't want to say it. Allegra's up there. I was about to say Allegra's number two. <laughs> She's the second most annoying character. Allegra is Caitlin from season one. Yeah, it was Allegra. <laughs> it would be like Chester P. Wrong, Allegra, and then probably Cecile. Like, oh. like she's fine, but like the more they try and involve her in the stories, the more annoying she becomes. <laughs> you know, I'm like, look, just make her a freaking super empath and get it over with. Yeah. So, you know, like... <laughs> maybe she can go on Legends. Oh, oh. <laughs> oh. where all Berlanti characters go to die. <laughs> where evidently, like, like Heatwave just was like, I don't want to be. Bi- Do they even give him a script? Like, well, he, like, he, does Dominic um, Purcell get a script? <laughs> you know, he's actually also leaving the series too. He should. I mean, again, it's he, as, as a character, they do nothing with him. I mean, like they make it a joke that he's a writer or something like that. I mean, it was funny before. Now it's just it's a, but he does nothing. He almost never burns anything and nothing, of course, with their CGI ever actually burns. Mm-hmm. Like, he's always firing fire at things. I'm like, it never burns. He's, <laughs> you got, know? The, he's got the aiming of stormtroopers and G.I. Joe's. Just, no, I mean, he, the fire he hits will hit, them. Yeah. He hits them and it's like the fire is actually a concussive Force. blast. Yeah. And, and it pushes them away. Yeah, I'm like, okay. I mean, I understand that the violence level, but it's like, well, then you shouldn't have given a character with a heat blast, you know. Mm-hmm. But um, but yeah, he does nothing besides be grumpy, drink all the time, and then... Mm-hmm. And like, yeah, yeah. I'm like, it's a pointless character at this point, so who knows? Did you just call him Vin Diesel Light? Pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> Switch Vin Diesel and Dominic Purcell? Yeah, you wouldn't notice. I mean, you wouldn't, you I mean, you wouldn't I mean, the IQ would drop by 140, but you know, <laughs> but otherwise you're not going to notice anything. And another actor we cannot have on the show. All right, Mike's just racking him up. I am Groot. <laughs> All right, shout outs. What shout outs do we have, gentlemen? Um, I would like to shout out a good friend of the podcast, Valentina, who yeah. just recently got engaged. Congratulations. Whoa. Yes, oh my god, and look at me, unmarried, always a bridesmaid, never a bride. <laughs> <laughs> congratulations, Valentina. Woo! Valentina, that oh my goodness. I'm Wait, so was it that person it. that uh, she was with in the Harry Potter costume? Did yes. she do Harry Potter? You, uh, yes. I'm glad it was yes, because I'm like, we don't talk about this during the podcast, because the answer would have been no. <laughs> <laughs> a little bit sticky to deal with, just saying. <laughs> Valentina, oh my gosh. Well, congratulations to Valentina. Absolutely. Hey, all the best. Seriously. Fantastic. Anybody else, Ralph? Uh, no, no one else is important. Right, wow. Much. Mike? <laughs> uh, well, evidently I'm unimportant, but uh, at least you know it. <laughs> I'd like to shout out all those people that thought Flash Season 7 was good. You're wrong. Um, but for the rest of the people, now I'm just shouting out everybody. I hope everyone's doing well. Listen, get more listeners in, tell your friends, and then tell them to tell two friends. And you know what you'll get out of that? More listeners for us. This is not yeah. a money-making scheme. <laughs> not at all. Not at all. No. Well, we, we get no money from this. So just get the friends listening and make us important. All right. Well, I'm going to go down the list. It's, you know you know who I shout out all the time? Tetris Goddess, Tinkerbell, South Carolina, Johannes, um, Ruben, uh, Aaron, not that Aaron ever listens to a full episode. But, but with that coming along, though, we must shout out good old Sam, who finally listened to it. He's a good friend of ours that has finally listened to his first pro- podcast of ours. 
after doing this for eight years. Yes. <laughs> he had the nerve to be proud and text us that he listened to our episode after eight years. Usually I don't, I, I have to like tell Mike, come on, stop. Mike, chill out. This time I was like, oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Get him. Because <laughs> he had the audacity to be like, oh, I finally listened to a podcast. And you're going to admit that after we've been telling you about it? Jerk. <laughs> well, what, what matters is, did he enjoy it? And is he still listening? You know, he actually didn't say. He just said that he listened to it and made and asked us about something that was in it. But he, I actually, he never did say that, bastard. I hope you're I, listening to this. You know yeah. you're a bastard. He, he ain't gonna listen unless we force him to. <laughs> um, actually, we're Time to a chair, duct tape his eyes open and put it on blast. Gotcha. Right. I hear you. <laughs> wink, wink. Um, also got um shout out for Jess, and I also got a shout out for Kev. Big, Big Kev. Kev. Big uh-huh. Kev, who was telling me, quote, Kev, not for nothing. Um, I'm listening to the show again. Why you not shouting me out no more? You're not listening to the show. I'm listening now. Two episodes deep. I'm ready. Put me in. I'm like, <laughs> your impersonations are getting bad again. Plus All right, fine, fine. Then I guess we'll do a shout out to Two Pump Kev. <laughs> He's only two episodes in. <laughs> wow. Okay. And I hope, let me see if he listens to that one. <laughs> okay, so you know what? The, the secret word, because um, recently somebody's been listening, a couple of people have been listening to a couple of old episodes and they sent me the word back. And I'm like, I, it's been so long that I forgot I said that word. The word I'm going to say for today two pumps. Two pumps. Two pumps. Okay. That's our word. You send me two pumps, let me know you listen to the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Anything else we want to do before we say? Um, yeah, I'd also like our listeners to know if I'm mysteriously missing or beaten up, it was Kev. I'm just putting, <laughs> just flat out putting it out there right now. <laughs> I guess that's the way we'll end the show. So for <laughs> Mike, also known as MFG and RT Square, we're off the tech. This is the Cap saying, keep it geeky. Keep it geeky. Keep it geeky.